podcast your one-stop shop for discussions and reviews about the vast world of professional wrestling each week we pick some topics or shows to discuss from whatever promotion we feel like discussing that week uh most pro but we talk about a little bit of everything i'm your host tj aka aspir and with me is my co-host caitlin hey everybody uh this week is episode 44 and we will be discussing the uh, ddt tv show number 12 uh new japan's best super junior and world tag league night one and uh dragon gates kobe world 2020 and uh well, we, the same old, same old, really, what we've been up to, like, <laughs> yeah. still playing Genshin. I hit AR rank uh, 45. Wasn't as big of a uh, jump in difficulty as I expected. Still kind of sucks, but... And, oh, I, I got a pay raise, actually. So I decided to wail and ended up getting child. <laughs> I actually got a cheat sheet, too. Like, I got basically... Oh, yeah. Bas- two yeah, pro, yeah. Basically in the same 10 pool. Like, I was doing single pulls, but if it had been a 10 pool, it would have been... Back-to-back. It was back-to-back, so it would have been in the same... Uh, 10 pulls, so that was just fucking nuts. I think I looked it up. It's like a 0.4% chance to get two five stars in one 10 pull, so that was nuts. And then, did they have 1.1 just came out? It was last week. It was like the day day or two after yeah. we recorded. I think it was literally the day after. Yeah, so enjoying that, and they just put out a new event that mm. we haven't got to play with around too, mu- too much, but I'm liking it so far. I think it'll really kick into next year tomorrow when they put yeah. a little bit more out, but... Either way, I think it's a good time to jump into because it gives you a official for free once Ooh, you. Compl- she's like literally like one of the best support characters. Well, she is the best support character <laughs> in the game, to be honest, and easily the best four star character. So, if you haven't played it, I think it's a good time to get in, especially with one point one because there's a lot of quality of life improvements and stuff. So it's just definitely a better game than when it first came out. Uh, anime uh, had a lot of time to watch anime this week since all the wrestling was on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> So, mostly caught up in everything. There's a couple shows I need to catch up in, and I've been, not, like I said, re, uh, reading Jujutsu Kaisen, and I'm, they, it, it got really popular this past week, because the latest episode uh, had, uh, was it Gojo versus, I forgot what the names are, but had, like, the sensei teacher facing a de- uh, curse, and it was just fucking amazingly animated. I can't wait for, like, the rest of the fights that they do, because the further along you get in this, uh, reading the manga, it's, it gets me really excited for what, how it's going to be animated, especially, um... The arc I'm currently on is like the Kyoto sister event, school event arc or something like that. But basically, um, them fighting another school in the, like a tournament esque thing, like like every shonen anime has. But uh, I'm really excited for that. And I meant to binge it last night, but we kind of just were watching other stuff like Dragon Gate for the show. But other than that, just other wrestling. We didn't watch a whole lot of other There's wrestling. Not a whole lot this week, honestly. Honestly, I think we were just taking the week off and oh, watching man. anime for one and just just doing other stuff i guess we didn't talk about akudama drive oh right yeah the fucking uh i'm not gonna say anything i, I won't say anything you. but um animation I, 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 made me yeah, fucking sad I, I won't say who it was but the best character in that anime died the last episode and it really upset me but uh it's, it's getting really good though mm. but like i said i didn't watch a whole lot of other wrestling watch aew and like uh, that new girl at Jade Cargill. <laughs> Legend. Man, people are going fucking crazy for her. Apparently, Welcome. she's been in the crowd for like 
weeks or something. Didn't but even, I, didn't. I don't fucking look at the crowd, so but, <laughs> how am I going to know? Yeah, like, really the only thing I really remember about that show is, like, her showing up and making dick jokes about Cody and then apparently setting up a Shaq match between Cody Which, and uh, Shaq. And I'm like, that's going to be something. But most importantly, uh, Pac's back, and I'm really Yay. excited for that. And pretty much immediately have him feuding with Eddie, which is like we expected. And uh, excited to see how that goes. At least their, their promos against each other are going to be fucking awesome. Uh, you watched DDT's uh, TV from last week. I didn't really pay that much attention to it. Anything stand out from you or just usual uh, TV, or TV this stuff? This is usual TV stuff. Um, I think Awayno Mao is pretty decent, but... On, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that's where we got the formation of the Sauna Club. So, yes, it was very good. <laughs> if you don't know who the Sauna Club is, it's basically it's Shuma, um, Takashita, Mao, and Noeno. So, I mean, you pretty you probably see them a lot if you follow them on Twitter or Instagram or anything. They always are posting stuff about that. It's just really cute seeing how excited Shuma was to actually form this group. Yes, yeah, so Shuma is super hype about this group, as you can I tell. I love it. It's so cute. And uh, I finally got around to watching a match from July um, from Basara for the... I always forget what the name of this title is. Union Max title, I think. Yeah, I think it's but, Union Max. Yeah, that's uh, Fuminori Abe facing Itami Kodaka. And uh, really great match. I, like, I know he won't be, but Abe deserves to be in the discussion for the rest of the year. I wouldn't vote for him personally, but I think he still deserves recognition for uh, the incredible year he's been having. And this match is part of it. Like, what I even say about this match, it just it was worked to perfection. Like, it's pretty much a lock for my top ten this year, I think. They had a fairly technical 30-minute draw and kept it compelling, even knowing the result. And the finish was fantastic with Abe landing a the baseball punch and locking in the uh, Manjigatsume with, like, less than a minute left. But Kodaka refused to quit, and then time ran out, so it ended in a draw. So uh, that was a really great match, so I definitely recommend checking that out. I meant to, like, pull a list of, like, other Abe matches from this year to kind of liven up my um, – or, like, give reasons why I think he's had such a great year, but I just didn't get around to it, especially I wanted to do it today, but I've felt like absolute shit today. Um, I'm finally feeling a little bit better. I'm just tired now. So hopefully it doesn't go through in the audio too much. Um, uh, but enough of all that. Let's get into the news, uh, Western news, uh, GCW, their uh, Vegas show in on uh, December 5th called uh, slime season. I think they've used that name again before. Haven't they? Uh, I think so. It sounds yeah. familiar, but uh, got a list of some of the people in it. I think, unless they announced something like yesterday or today, um, only, ma- only matching out so far is uh, Rich Swan versus Blake Christian. Uh, people participating are uh, Jacob Fatu and his brother Seifa Fatu, uh, Chris Bay, RSP, Dickinson, uh, Jordan Oliver, Kikotaro. So that's not that I surprising. Mean, he, like, he li- say, he's in the they area. He's in the area, so it's not a shock. Uh, Nate Webb, Alley Cat, and Atticus Cougar. I don't know if they've announced anything else, really, but I haven't really been I on Twitter too much today. Yeah, same. Uh, Impact, uh, Joe Doring showed up on Impact on Saturday. That was, wow, he looked great, honestly. Like, he's lost a ton of weight, hopefully. Um, That's all my timeline was for a little bit, was just Joe. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, was, I literally had, like, five or six people, like, back-to-back talking about him, like, when it happened. It was awesome, and uh, hopefully he kind of healed up since he he was kind of seemed to be suffering from, like, a nagging injury when he was last in All Japan. Hopefully they end up bringing him back, but it seems like the main reason he's not in All Japan is because Shuji doesn't like fuck him. Shuji. So, oh, well. Impact's got a good guy with him and seems to be paired up with Eric Young, so I'm curious how that's going to be. I wish he was going to do that, but, I mean, I guess it's – we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got the uh, brackets for the Impact uh, Knockouts Tag Tournament – Tag Team Tournament. Uh, First-round match, uh, Tennille Dashwood and Alicia versus Havoc and Nevaeh. That actually takes place tomorrow. 
on Impact. Oh, is that tomorrow? Yeah, it's tomorrow, okay. yeah. We'll, I didn't know. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get to the card, but okay. I just want to mention it. Uh, Killer Kelly and Renee Michelle what versus the... Jordan Grace and a mystery person. That's a interesting. I'm, I'm curious who the mystery person is. I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be someone that they're bringing back or was like an old knockout or something, like ODB or something. Um, or now nah, I have no clue who the hell the mystery person is going to be with Jordan. ODB wouldn't surprise me because they did kind of uh, pair yeah. her up on TV a couple of weeks, like months oh, ago. Yeah, I think she challenged. Yeah, wasn't she challenged? She, she challenged Jordan for the title. I think when she yeah. still had it, something so it like that. So wouldn't shock me if it's her. And they just get like a little first round wind, and then yeah. yeah. Uh, Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles versus Sea Stars. So I'm really excited C-Stars. to see Sea Stars in this. I hope they beat the shit out of them, but um, I know they yeah, won't. Yeah, so it's just a first round match for them. I would, I would be nice to see them two, go longer, but, but go Sea Stars. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo and Kimberly are, are facing Taya and Rosemary. That one's kind of interesting. To that decide. one's very I don't know who's intriguing. Win it. This could set up a future title shot, but it's like I don't know which way they want to go here. But Kimberly might eat the pin, but who knows? I don't know. I'd probably have Taya and Rosemary just because I think Kira, Ho- I think Kogan and Steels are going to make it to the finals. Oh, that's disgusting. I think that's what I want to happen. I'm saying that's what I think is going to happen. Um, also over the weekend, uh, Good Brothers won the tag title, so they should have just won it at uh, yeah, Land for Glory. Glory. But it is what it is. It seems like um, Ethan Page might be signing to WWE soon. So what the fuck? Appar- what? Yeah, apparently that's the rumor going around that he might be signing. And um, Alexander's not that far behind him. I think, I think he has like two months or three, two or three months Anyone left on his contract. Anyone with a damn pulse at this fucking point. Yeah, it seems like a, starting to get an exodus of people Here from Impact go. now. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo regained the women's title, which not surprising at all because they didn't. They weren't. Literally, it was supposed. Yeah, it was supposed to be um, Kylie, but yeah, you know things didn't work out. So I'm not really shocked that they just threw it back on Deanna. Yeah, it seems they just put it on. Uh, Sue. They put on Sue just because that was what was supposed to happen yeah. with Kylie, and then so they're just putting it back on Yon. I guess resetting the division and yeah. obviously rewriting like everything since yeah. Kylie is probably supposed to be champion right now. Uh, Dota news: uh, Zelina Vega was released. Yeah, that gr- was the craziest fucking Friday night. That ever. was fucking insane, and dude. And there's such shit for that. <laughs> they're trying to say she breached her contract because she had OnlyFans page. Is that what they're? Yeah, thinking? basically. It's. No, it's because they want to fucking make people quit oh, Twitch, and it's like pretty much. And she's like, no. And she's pretty much said she makes more money on Twitch than she, she does does making by Dota. And I'm like, fuck that. I wouldn't quit either. Yeah. Fuck you. And all I know is she was smart as hell to send out that tweet about unionizing right before they fucking uh, gang gang. Yeah, <laughs> I say, man, Andrew Yang, if he ends up actually being in the uh, like labor secretary or whatever, gonna he's definitely gonna be coming for uh, Vince. So that's gonna be interesting. And Vince seems willing to want to do this fight. I don't know why, but he's probably just mad his fucking buddy lost the, the election. Mm-hmm. But uh, other WWE news: uh, Rascals are basically confirmed to be <laughs> heading to WWE. I think Meltzer pretty much said like Wentz and uh, Dez are basically confirmed to be going to NXT, and Trey may is still debating going to AEW, but more than likely they'll all just end up in NXT. Can't um, wait for them to be like the oh, what's a PG version of Rascals? They can't be well. They can do high jokes, I guess. But I say oh. that was um that was Matt Riddle's whole character in NXT, so they can oh, probably yeah, just do that. True. So, <laughs> um, and speaking of NXT, uh, Russ Taylor also seems to be PC bound. Pretty much everyone seems he's seems to think he's already signed because he was on NXT last week in the crowd. So I don't know. I, that's a signing, I guess. I don't really have much to say about that. Like, he was okay in the New Japan shit that we watched. But other than that, I'm like, 
okay. That's just another body for you to have? All right, I guess. This PC class is going to be so weird. Alexane. Yeah, Alexane. Rascals. Rascals. Ikemen. <laughs> Russ Stop. Taylor. Probably probably Tessa Blanchard. I know. Fucking most of y'all are probably happy Ikemen's going to be there, so you don't have to fucking see him anymore. Uh, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm, that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting night on t- day on Twitter when she gets announced Love for being signed. For me. Uh, that's it for Dodai news or for Western news. Uh, Japanese indie news. Uh, for Basara, uh, Takumi Tsukamoto defeated Fuminari Abe for the Union Max title on November 10th. And also on that show, you had the two matches for the A block of the Iron Fist Tag Team Tournament. Uh, Iron Priest Fuma and Yusuke. Okay, Kubo defeated Brave Energy, Trans Am Hiroshi, and Daichi Kazato. And then Sento Minzoku, which is Isami Kodaka and Daiki Shimamura, defeated Mistress Tag, Takato, Takato Nakano, and Masato Kamino. Uh, Freedoms, Masashi Takeda defeated Mas- uh, Jun Masaoka to get a King of Freedoms title shot. And he's going to be challenged Toru Sugira for the title at Jun Kasai's Blood Christmas. That never makes tape on time, so we'll have to wait until uh, January to see it, but I'm still really excited for that match. And then also, uh, Toshiyuki Sakuda debuted as the ex to join Unchained, but instantly turned on them and stapled the Unchained shirt that he was wearing to Junkasai's forehead, so that's just a, that's a way to make a statement once you're finally free of Big Japan. Uh, Joshi News, the Actress Girls and Ice Ribbon or joint show took place today. Uh, Andras Miyagi debuted her new look as Michiko Miyagi Ugh. without the makeup and all that. She looks so much younger, and I, lo- I really love this pretty. look. Yeah, she looks really pretty. Without, I mean, she pretty with makeup, you know what I mean, though. I know a lot of people... It's just weird going from, like, that heavy-ass makeup around her eyes and just her face in general to, like, nothing, so... Yeah, it seems like a lot of people are fans of her now. <laughs> she's, always, she's good before, so, you know. Uh, Miyuki Takase successfully defended the Actress Girls title against... Akane Fujita, and Suzu Suzuki successfully defended the Ice Ribbon title against uh, Tai Honma, or she would have defended the title if it was the actual title because she lost it on a train. <laughs> That's story, man. But uh, they basically had to re- not reactivate, but she's basically using an, an old belt as the belt, the main belt, until they can like replace the uh, Ice Xfinity title. But yeah, that aired live today on pay-per-view, so I'm not I've seen some people watch it in the West, so I'm assuming you, you can get access to it. It should be on their uh, Nico channel, I believe. Uh, Stardom News, uh, Unagi Himawari has, as expected, debuted for Stardom over the weekend. Now going by Unagi Sayaka. If I was going to change uh, your name, I would have changed the Unagi part, but it is what it is. And she's with uh, Tam and uh, Mina's group. What are they, like, Cosmic Angels or some shit like that? Yeah, it's Cosmic Angels or some shit. Mm. I don't know. I don't care really yeah i'm like i don't care um stardom will be running uh, budokan next march which good luck to them because i don't know how they're gonna they, they shouldn't they probably won't even be able to anywhere near filling it but it's probably gonna still be covid restrictions by that point so well i guess i'll have an excuse but it's definitely uh very brave of them to run budokan i think uh in corkin over the weekend aphrodite successfully defended or retained the uh tag titles against momo and izumi oedo tied successfully defeated ddm for the trios belts and then in Sendai, Sendai yesterday, uh, Julia successfully defended the white belt against Konami. Uh, Siri defeated B to win the SWA belt in like five, seven minutes or some shit like that. I love that. Um, and then my girl Tommy defeated Mayu for the red yeah. belt. I'm so hyped. She got a red red and black belt to match her gear. And hair. And hair, yeah. Well, at least the red. <laughs> and uh, 
after the match, Hiri, Momo, and Julia all came out to challenge. Momo. Um, Momo will be the first to challenge on uh, December 20th in Osaka, so should be a really good match. Fuck her DDM such fucking title fucking, like, I don't know. I think literally... Title hungry uh, something. Never mind, I was, gonna say, I was about to say, I think, I think literally all of them have belts now, but no, no Natsumi doesn't. The... Micah has a belt. Yeah. Oh, Himika doesn't have a yeah, belt Himika now. So Himika and Natsumi don't, but Julia, Siri, and Micah all have belts now. Yeah. I don't know why Siri wanted that belt, but now she's got it. Uh, TJP News, uh, Mizuki has officially signed with uh, Tokyo Joshi, so that's good news. They're not losing everybody, at least. Uh, Big Japan News, apparently I lied. The deathmatch title is actually, title match is actually taking place in Korkin on uh, November 17th, so tomorrow. Uh, Fujita is going to be defending the title against Usami Kodaka. Uh, rest of that card, uh, biggest match is really like there's a semi main is a uh, fluorescent light tubes <gasps> death match Takeda and Takumi Tsukamoto versus Shun Katsumata and Yuki Shikawa yay and there's a G-Shock death match with uh, Ryuji Ito Jockey Numazawa and Kakuro Hoshino versus Masaya Takahashi Yuko Miyamoto and Drew Parker the uh, November 23rd show is going to be airing live on Samurai uh, full car- I'm not going to go through the full card, but uh, highlights of it. Obviously, the main event is going to be for the strong title. Yuji Okabashi defending against Daisuke Sakamoto. Uh, Some of the main is just a death match. Uh, Ryuji Ito and Yuki Ishikawa for Junkasai and Jockey Numazawa. That's really big for uh, Yuki to get a, the semi-main in this, unless it's out of order, which wouldn't surprise me, I guess. But uh, tag title match, Tsukuya Nomura and Fuminori Abe are fa- defending against uh, T-Hawk and Alineman. And uh, the junior heavyweight title match uh Tatsuhiko Yoshino's defending against Andy Wu uh Dragon Gate News uh Kobe World 2021 will take place over two nights July 31st and August 1st unfortunately we are still doing these back-to-back shows I'm getting sick of it <laughs> at least they're not gonna be stupid and fucking do weird some weird booking to make the title be defended on two nights like New Japan very true so it's yeah uh, I'd rather watch those instead so especially because um the second night has a big match with uh, Yoshino's retirement mm-hmm. match that's going to be taking place on night two. I'm happy they, I'm kind of happy he pushed it back just because that way he can actually defend, or not defend, but uh, retire in front of a large crowd by then, hopefully. hopefully. I think July, August, I think end of July, I think I think we'll be okay. It should be a vaccine and all that stuff. Hopefully it's kind of widely available by then. Um... December 20th, uh, Final Gate, Ben K will be challenging Shun Skywalker for the Dreamgate title. Whoopsie. <laughs> and uh, we have three matches announced so far for uh, Gate of Origin, which takes place at the end of the month, November 28th. Uh, there's going to be a Sendai Girls match, Tsuhiro Hashimoto, Yurika Oka versus Dash Shisako and Monami. Fuck yeah. Uh, going to be open the Triangle Gate Championship match, the current champions, R.E.D., Takashi Yoshida, Kazuma Sakamoto, and S.B. Kento. Are going to defend against Susumu, Yokosuka, Genji, Genki Horiguchi, and Yusushi Kanda. Uh, open the Twin Gate title match is official. Uh, BB Hulk and Kai versus Yamato and KZ. Uh, Cyber Fight mo- News uh, DT. Uh, Masahiro Takanashi is returning to the ring in a self promoted show on January 29th, 2021. So I was super hyped for that. It seems like we're basically going to get him versus Abe, I think. He, he pretty much says, like, 
since I got injured against him, he wants to face him again in his re return match. Uh, we have the participants for the Shuffle Tag Tournament, which is taking place in uh, New Year's Eve between uh, Big Japan and DDT. Uh, the Big Japan entrants are Okabayashi, Nomura, Sakimoto, Drew Parker, Kamatani, Nakanoe, Aoki, and Hyoto. For DDT, it's Endo, Takashita, Harashima, Ueno, Brooks, Dino, Oishi, and Naya. Not a super exciting uh, lineup. Yeah. I would have liked to see some Noah guys in it, but I kind of get it because it's more of a Big Japan DDT thing rather than Big Japan and Cyber Agent thing. But it would have been nice to have some guys like last year we had uh, T-Hawk and like Lindemann and it would have been nice last to shuffle it up a little fun. bit. Yeah. The teams will be drawn tomorrow, actually. So oh, you, depending on okay. when you uh, listen to this, you might already know what the, the teams are. Definitely excited to check that out tomorrow. Uh, All Japan News, uh, Shima and Kohei Sato will appear on the... December 13th, Cork and Hall show. Apparently, this is like Shima's uh, first time being in All Japan in like 20 years, which is insane to think about. And uh, All Japan will be debuting a new six-man openweight title. We don't need more. On uh, the same Cork and that Shima and Sate are going to be on. Uh, first title match, we'll see uh, Takao Mori, Black Metsa Ray, and Carbell Ito taking on Land's End, uh, Ryoji Sai, Daimonji, So, and uh, Revlon. And I'm just going to assume this is a belt just to put on Ito because he gives them money. So, uh, no complaints, really. It's just going to be there for to give the undercard something, I guess, since they have the, all these multi-man matches all the time anyway. Might as well make them for a title now. <laughs> uh, New Japan News, uh, Kanemaru had, was pull, like, pulled from uh, Best Super Junior, so Uomura will now take his place. And uh, we're going to talk about the first night, but the second night of World Tag League took place today. I'm not going to go through all the points, but currently your leaders are uh, Dangerous Techers and Evil and Yujiro, who are both undefeated currently. Everyone else has lost at least one match. Uh, Tanahashi and Henare are still winless, and so are Folly and Chase, but neither one of those is that surprising, to be honest. But uh, let's get into what's airing this week. Not too, well, Wait, did we talk about uh, Sato's show? Oh, fuck, I forgot to put that on the... <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot to put that on here. Oh, that was so exciting. Give me one second. All right, so as she was saying, we have the uh, participants for the uh, Junior Tag Battle of Glory, which is Hikaru Sato pr um, producing it. It's going to be on Nico Pro. Uh, entrants are uh, Tetsuya Izuji and Yu Izuka from Heat Up, Hikaru Sato and Dan Tamura, Sushi and Black Mensa Rei, Hokuto Mori and Yusuke Kodama, Rising Hayato and Atsuki Aoyagi, Masashi Takeda and Izanagi, Fuminori Abe and Koji Yamamoto. And uh, Yusuke Okada is going to be teaming with a mystery partner, so I enjoy this. I think it feels pretty good. Mm -hmm. Especially for like a one day tournament. And the, I really enjoyed the video that they oh, used the to um, produce like, or announce yeah. it. It was really cool. Especially fucking. I know Kodama's fucking weird because he he's always does weird shit, but it's like. Abe kind of one-upped him walking into Shinkiba with fucking just underwear on in the video. And fucking Hokuto <laughs> practicing his little pose in the mirror. Uh, that was just funny. But anyway, back to what's airing this week. Uh, Dragon Gate's Kobe World aired live on Dragon Gate Network November 15th. Stardom had the big Sendai show on November 15th, and it will be on Stardom World eventually. But also aired will air on Samurai TV uh, November 21st. It was a pay-per-view also, so I don't know how quickly they're going to get it up, but they got the uh, last pay-per-view show up pretty quick, so it well, it's just up in the air, I guess, whenever they feel like putting it up. 
Uh, New Japan World Tag League and Best Super Juniors kicked off new, on New Japan World November 15th. Uh, World Tag League continues on the 16th, 19th, and 22nd. Best of Super Juniors continues on the 18th, 20th, and 23rd. Uh, Freedoms November 10th aired on Nika Pro November 15th. As I said earlier, the Actress Girls uh, Ice Ribbon Joint Show aired live on pay-per-view today on November 15th, or November 16th. Sea uh, Lean, November 4th, aired on Nika Pro, November 16th. All Japan's Real World Tag League kicks off November 18th and continues on the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, all on All Japan TV live. Uh, Tokyo Jochi airs live on OC Universe November 20th. Oz Academy, November 8th, airs on Nico Pro November 21st. Noah will air live on Abima on November 22nd. This is the big show that has uh, Go Shizaki versus Nakajima for the GHC. Kaito versus uh, Keno for the national title. And uh, M's Alliance for Sugira Gun for the tag titles and some other ma- other matches, but I'm not going through all of it. Uh, DDT's Dio Grand Prix kicks off on Wrestle Universe live November 22nd. And Big Japan 11-17, or November 17th airs live on Samurai uh, November 22nd. And uh, Big Japan will then air live on Samurai the next day with the big title matches. Uh, weekly airings, uh, New Japan Strong still on Fridays, as far as I know, but we never know the card. Uh, Impact on Tuesday at 8 Eastern. We have, like I said, the first match of the uh, women's or the Knockouts Tag Title Tournament: Alicia and Tennille Dashwood versus Havoc and Nevaeh. Uh, Wentz and Dez are going to face Trey and Swan in the Rascals Final Impact match. Uh, Myers versus Crazy Steve. And Hernandez versus Falaba, so not a whole lot on impact for me, really. Uh, AEW on Wednesday at 8. We have Cody and Darby versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. The Young Bucks versus Top Flight. Orange Cassidy versus Kip Sabian. The Inner Circle are going on the trip to Vegas, apparently. And we're getting Pack versus the Blade. So I'm at least excited for Pack versus the Blade. And. Just I'm just happy to see Pac. I don't care about him facing Blade, but whatever. I, I do not give a shit about Cassidy versus Sabian. And uh, Bucks and Top Flight. I'm more interested to see how type, type, uh, Top Flight does. But, uh, NXT, there's only two things announced. Also, Wednesday at 8, uh, there's going to be an NXT women's title match. Uh, Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley. And uh, Finn Balor's going to be on to address the NXT title. I guess they're going to finally have him vacated after he's been injured for what, like, Three weeks? Four weeks? I forget when that takeover was. But uh, that's everything that's airing this week. So uh, let's get into the shows we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to start off with DT TV show number 12 from November 14th. Uh, probably go through it pretty quickly because I don't have a whole lot to say about yeah. it. But it is more of DT TV. I think I still think like the COVID era TV surprisingly was better, in my opinion. But I think it's just because I had more important matches. Because they kind of had to build up stories for um, Peter Pan at the time. But now that it's been back, it's always st- it's still an easy watch. It's just nothing that's going away to see. It's more of a throw it on in the background while you do other stuff kind of show now. Uh, the first match was Makoto Oishi defeating Hideki Okatani in uh, 520. A uh, good little showcase match to give Okatani some reps. Almost kind of felt like a training match more than a match meant to be viewed by the public to me. But it was cool to see Oishi do some on-the-job training with Okatani to help him improve. And yeah, it was a fun little match. 
It was pretty cool that uh, we got to see basically a battle of the stable mates here. Um, definitely good to see Yokotani take on one of the more vetted guys like Oishi. Um, I mean, I guess mostly Oishi did a lot of the work here, but Okatani did get some offense in. So, uh, yeah, definitely agreed. It's good for um, Okatani to get some reps in and continue to improve. Uh, next match was Doncha Godino defeating Gorgeous Matsuno in 649. And, uh, yeah, not much to this one, really. <laughs> I was kind of just sitting here waiting for it to end, to be honest. Like, it was fine. It was just like, I, I didn't care. I was just waiting for it to be over. Yeah, it happened. Um, basically, like you said, just waiting for it to end, really. The next match was uh, Damnation, Tetsuya Endo, and Daisuke Sasaki defeating Antonio Honda and Keigo Nakamura in 1034. Uh, Honda went right into the gun shit, but Damnation wouldn't let him do it. <laughs> Only for him to trip over Endo and get right back into it, but then Endo... Tried to rip off Gon's ears. <laughs> uh, Damnation started torturing Kego, but that when Honda went for the save, he tripped again. But this time, when he went to do Gon, it was Kego who stopped him because he was getting pissed off at him for just continuing to keep trying to do it. He was finally able to. Uh, he was finally able to do it while Endo corpsed like the whole fucking time, and uh, Kego and Honda accidentally goned each other in the nipples, and uh, Sasaki or uh, no Endo like got off, jumped off the top ropes like like arm break them in the, with their nipples yeah and then uh sasaki rolled up keigo for the win and it was just ridiculous now i was gonna say the match was uh just as goofy as you expected it to be because i mean you have honda and keigo in here as a team so i mean what else can you really expect um <laughs> fucking endo and sasaki were both corpsing but obviously endo corpse more because that man cannot keep a serious face for more than like five seconds but um I mean, other than that, I had a good time with it. Like, if you like the comedic aspect, then yeah, you'll probably like this. But if you don't, you probably just want to skip this one, too. Yeah, and, like, <clears throat> before they ended up, like, um, goning each other in the nipples, they were, like, kind of, like, sword fighting with oh, the gones because yeah. they both had them. Like, oh, that's just ridiculous. Uh, next match, uh, Sana Boys, uh, Konosuke Takashida, Shima Katsumata, and Ma Mao and Yuki Ueno defeated Harshima, Toru Iwashi, Chris Brooks, and Yuki Onai in 1407. Uh, the Ueno and Owashi bits were probably like, the best part to me, which uh, that led to a good portion of the, the beginning of the match being the other team locking Ueno off in the corner and brutalizing him a bit. Uh, Ueno was finally able to tag out, and uh, Sauna Club uh, cleared the ring. With mostly just like the Sauna Club uh, in control from then out. Uh, felt longer than 14, but not necessarily in a bad way. It just felt like they did a lot of, with the time they had. Uh, closing starts at the end with all the guys hitting big moves one after another, ending with uh, Mao and Takashida hitting a big suplex on Naya. With uh, followed by two splashes from Shunma and Mao, rolled, but then that didn't put him away. So your new Universal Champ had to hit a moonsault for the win, and uh, yeah, just really enjoy the match. Easy watch. As I said before, I've really enjoyed how excited Shunma is about this whole thing, and he was even more excited today. And then the rest of them were just kind of like, "All right, I guess we're gonna do this then." Um, also notice, like, I kind of noticed this before, but I don't know if I brought it up. But, like, you can really see the scarring on Shudma's back just from doing all the death matches that um, he's done recently. And I'm just like, he just looks like a baby with a bunch of, like, weird scars on his back. And I just think it's, I think it's funny. I think it's kind of cute, but, yeah. <laughs> um, overall, pretty good match. Uh, like you said, I definitely enjoyed the Ueno and Owashi bits a lot. Um, definitely really good stuff there. Um, but yeah, I mean, at least that was pretty solid 
part of uh, the show. And then the uh, main event was for the KOD six-man titles. Akido, Kazuki Harada, and Shota defeated Eruption. Kazutada Higuchi, Yukio Sakaguchi, and Saki Akai in 1436. A uh, good match. Really dominant start from Eruption. The other side was like doing all they could to just withstand them, really. Uh, the way the match was worked, I'm kind of surprised Eruption lost, to be honest. I love the uh, Sakaguchi just no-selling Harada's neck chop. That rolled in. Of course, it was a fluke loss with Shota catching Saki with a backslide, so I wouldn't be against them doing a rematch if I doubt it's going to happen. Anyway, it's time to fly to Japan to yell at Takagi for stealing Saki's belt. She looks so fucking sad backstage after like the little press conference kind of bullshit they do. Like, you stole her happiness, man. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this was a very fun way to end the show. Um, I kind of was torn between if we would actually see new champs or if Eruption would just retain. I wasn't really surprised either way, but definitely really sad that Saki doesn't have a belt anymore. Um, it seems like she's going to be working Tokyo Joshi again a little bit more. I think she'll stay in DDT too, but now that she doesn't really have much to do, I guess she just gets to go be on her own for a little bit and we're all sad. Yeah, Takagi's a coward, wouldn't put her in DO, like what the fuck, man, but... I guess we could have mentioned the like Sakisama is returning from France. I think we mentioned last week she's gonna be in the Shinkiba show, but yeah. it seems like now Sakisama is gonna be um, working in TJP more regularly because uh, I think it's like this the show this weekend. I think she's gonna have a new mystery. mystery partner, so we're finally gonna have a new person in with Sakisama's group again. Hopefully, just Misao again. Please, Misao for some fucking reason. Just make up a reason. I don't, yeah, even I don't care. care. But I'm I'm curious who it, who it would be. I think. Um, like of who's I don't, I don't even know who's there that would be really good. I know who's someone there me- now? Yeah, like uh... I know someone mentioned like I got I forgot where I heard it, but someone brought up the idea of having um uh Kamiyu be in it now she's the champion, but it kinda makes no sense for her just now she's got yeah. a belt to join in with that, but I don't know. Hikari. That'd, that'd be that'd be something. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm I'm really interested to see who ends up being her new uh plaything, I guess this is probably the best yeah, way to say I'll it, say, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, overall, uh, DT is a decent show. Nothing must see, but I think enjoyed the uh, final two matches especially. Yeah. And then the Damnation and Hono Kega shows of good comedy <laughs> stuff. So I think I've probably enjoyed this more than like the last couple DT TV shows. Mm-hmm. But uh, say so, yeah, overall, if you're a fan of DT, you'll definitely like it. If not, then it might just be a skip for you. It's something to watch if you're bored. If you just want something to throw on. I mean, not a long watch. It was what like. Hour 45 or something like that. Something like that. It was definitely less than two hours. Yeah, so. <clears throat> a show that it was not less than two hours. Man, um, shut the fuck up. Uh, New Japan's World Tag <laughs> League and Best Super Junior Night 1 from November 15th. Uh, Pain. The, the show just made me so happy I'm not watching any more World Tag League matches because, uh, spoiler alert, I didn't like like any of this shit for yes. World Tag League. Like, there's one match I really liked, and that was because it was, like, two minutes long, and it was fucking Oka being a beast, but we'll get to that. But overall, like, at least the best Super Junior shit I think was good, except for, like, one match in particular I didn't really like, but I'm more excited, definitely more excited for all the best Super Junior Knights than the World Tag League Knights because I just enjoyed the Juniors more than the Tag Division, especially now that it's not just fucking Tuckers and Aces. Now you had to bring up, bring back all the other guys. Speaking of guys they brought back. Unfortunately. Uh, first match was a World Tag League match. Uh, Chaos, Tomohiro Ishii, and Taro Yano defeated Bullet Club. Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens in 535. And uh, this match unfortunately happened. Like, just just skip it because it kind of fucking sucked. And it, 
even for like a five minute match, I was kind of just bored watching it. It felt like it lasted like 20 minutes. I'm not really reviewing anything that has to do with those two geeks on Bullet Club. But yeah, the match fucking sucked anyway, so shocker there. Yeah, for people that don't like Bullet Club, especially like they're cheating and all that shit, you're about to get a lot of it because there's fucking like three, four yeah, teams in say, this. Yeah, I was there's like three fucking portions of Bullet Club in this. That's, uh, anyway, I don't even mind Bullet Club mostly. It's just like I don't care that much about their stuff. I don't. Uh, next match, uh, Best Super Juniors, uh, Master Wado defeated Uomura in four fourteen, and uh, I loved how it started with Uomura just going fucking nuts. Like he was, like he was ah, go crazy, <laughs> ah, go stupid. Uh, he wasn't even supposed to be here, but uh, he was determined to take advantage of the situation and try to steal his first Best Super Junior win quick as possible. Uh, unfortunately, Watto won, but like I, I like seeing Uomura, and if this is what we're expect from him in here, I'm very happy. But yeah, Watto did not impress me at all in this match, and I'm sure he'll be better with well, not to say like Uomura's a bad opponent, but this is more like a, just a dominant win for Watto more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, once he gets to more guys that matter, I guess. Hopefully he has better matches. I mean, he's going to have a great match with Romo, hopefully. If you can't have a great match with Romo, you're just fucking bad. But, um, yeah. I know a lot of people are already out on Watto. I, I'm not going to judge him based off, judge him off, off of one this. match. But it's hard when you get a four-minute fucking match. What the fuck? It's against a young line. Like, yeah, I think what pe- the fuck? There's way too much discussion. To yeah, like, there's too much Relax. discussion about Watto when it's literally been one match. And honestly, he looked good in that six-man tournament shit with Tanahashi and Ibushi. Couple, like over the last month or whatever, so they just won't write him off. I don't know. I go. I know the gimmick sucks, but I, God, I hope he changes. But he faces Hiromu on the, the last night, so he's gonna be in the mix. Spoiler! No, no spoiler. He better fucking no, he, take that L, bitch. Hiromu's gonna beat him, but it's just like he's definitely gonna be in contention last night. So which is weird. I'm like, ugh. but yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. He's the new. He's the new thing on the block. So, but anyways, um, basically, like he said. Yuya really fucking killed it here. I definitely think he, I think he outshone Watto here. Oh, for sure did. Like, Uomura looked, looked way better than him, and it was like not even close. Like even just the beginning portion of him just going fucking crazy, I was way better than whatever Watto did, which kind of sucks because I really do want to like Watto because I loved him as a young lion. Like he was pretty much like one of my favorite young lions when he was still around, but. It's just, like, he hasn't done anything super compelling. I didn't watch, like, any of the six-man stuff that you did, so I missed that. He was decent in tag league with Scoochie, yeah. too. Um, oh, I, did, like, didn't watch any of that either. <laughs> but, I mean, what's there to say? Like you said, Watto's probably going to be in contention, so you're just going to have to deal with him winning a lot. Unfortunately, I wish you would get some points because I think he really deserves, like, at least something here because I think he's worked really hard during this whole COVID shit. I think he's looked even better during this COVID shit than, like, before. Not like he was bad before that, but, yeah, he's just had a bigger spotlight, I guess. But, um, I mean, four-minute match, just go check it out if you like Yuya a lot. (laughs) I do think like this would have been the match to get Umar a win if he was going to get a win, but he's probably right. going to be a winless whole time. Doki, maybe? Well, th- the problem is with Doki is too. Is Doki's going to be eating a lot of pins too, so he needs to win Shit, something. So right. he'll probably beat Umar. So yeah, Umar is probably going to go winless. Sorry, Doki, but. I love you too. <laughs> uh, next match, Here we uh, go. Oh, God. World Tag League uh, Empire: uh, Great Okan and Jeff Cobb defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi and Toa Henare in two twenty eight. Okan got a revamped look, and he looks much better to me at least. And, like, I'm just glad he finally dropped those goofy pants he had. 
And as, <laughs> as expected, Cobb was the ex. Uh, ton of, uh, not a whole lot in this because it was like fucking two and a half minute match. What's there to say about it? But I did really like uh, Tana and Henry got Cobb in this like double crab. But Oka just came in, hit them with a double claw, and like Mongolian traps just screaming. Uh, match was just fun shit because it was just Oka and Cobb. <laughs> and Cobb really didn't do shit early. Like he he won the match for the team. But I don't know. Okan he, literally tossed fucking fuck. Who was it? Henare. Henare. Yeah. To fucking go. Or, what am I talking? Yeah, he, talking about? he he like picked to up. Cobb, yeah, he picked. And then fucking yeah. <laughs> then Cobb he hit did the tour Islands, Yeah. And uh, after the match, the two mur- just murdered Tana. And afterward, Cobb did his like little hang loose sign menacingly over fucking Tana's body. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm trying to do it menacingly right now, and I'm like, I look dumb as shit. <laughs> I think Cobb's gonna be a good heel, but it's just like don't talk. It's just that was weird to me. And then just Henry, um, just or not Henry, fucking um, Oka like just had his hands behind his back, just standing over him. That actually looked kind of menacing. Um, I know a lot of people think this is um, them setting up Tana versus Oka for Rush Kingdom, which <laughs> I don't I don't know about that. If anything, I think it's just to make Empire look strong, even though, even though they lost today, which is stupid, but. Um, it's probably more just them giving Tana an out so him and Henry can lose a lot because it, they basically wrecked his leg and his, his knee. So yeah, there we, fucked. there you go. That sets it up so Tana can eat some, not even eat some pins, but eat some L's. Yeah, it makes sense why the team eat teams like that team's probably not gonna win like any matches to be honest. I like, mean, the thing with that is like you pretty much kind of knew that was coming since you know his partner's Henry. Nothing against Henry, obviously, but it's just like. Yeah, you're, I don't expect you to win anything with him on your team, really. But, um, <laughs> what does there really say? It's fucking, like, two minutes. Um, <laughs> all I really have to say is I just want to thank New Japan for putting, like, some of my least, like, wrestlers in one faction besides Okan. So, at least there's one faction that I just absolutely despise besides, like, portions of Bullet Club, but whatever um but i mean like you said jeff basically did absolutely fuck all until the end so it was a very good match for me because i didn't have to really see him wrestle so (laughs) i i mean like you said it's just there to set up the empire as a quote-unquote threat but then they lost today so I, i don't know at least we got the good part of Empire in the tournament. We don't have to listen to Osprey cut promos for a month. I was kind of surprised they didn't have him like out there out with there. them. That's what I was shocked. But about. I will not complain. <laughs> uh, next match, uh, best Super Juniors match. Uh, Robbie Eagles defeated Doki in 10:35, and uh, glad to see the Eagles back. Uh, not sure how the Australian scene has been adapting to COVID, but it looks like he's been keeping in shape and didn't seem to miss a beat. Had no ring rust at all. Overall, a good match. Nothing must see, but I was just happy to finally see Eagles wrestle again. And I can't wait for him to enter move down the road in the tournament. But uh, definitely one of the better matches of the night, in my opinion. Yeah, I was going to say, definitely glad to see Eagles back. Um, at least probably until he joins Empire, more than likely. But, you know, very good to see him back. Uh, pretty decent match. I mean, I didn't expect any less. I thought Eagles definitely looked really good, but... Or at least pretty good. I don't want to say really good. Doki was Doki. He did his stuff. So, if you like any of that, then I guess you could check it out. But, yeah, definitely looking forward to uh, Eagles and Hiromu down the line. Yeah, so if you're going to check out the show at all, or pick and choose, I definitely think 
this was one of the three matches to yeah. check out. <laughs> three out of ten. Three out of ten, yeah. Not, not a great track record you. there, but it seems like a lot of people enjoyed the show a lot more than I did, but oh, I don't know. I'm not excited for this 10-match ma- uh, card. is too much, and it's just going to happen again on the last night, so I'm not excited for that at all. But um, next match, World Tag League, uh, Dangerous Tuckers, uh, Taichi and Zack versus, or defeated Chaos, Hoki Goto and Yoshihashi in 10 and a half. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. felt a little bit long, even though it was only like 10 minutes long. Like, maybe it just felt long because I knew we, there were five more matches to go, <laughs> and I was already exhausted by this point. But uh, like I said, it was, it was good. No complaints about the match. Just uh, getting tired. And uh, Yoshihashi's still on fire since the G1, at least. So that he was really a highlight of the match for me. But uh, I know Tekkers are good. They're a good tag team. So it's good. It's just nothing blow away. Now, I was going to say it wasn't, like, particularly bad. I just thought it dragged the whole time except for, like, the last few minutes. Like you said, I think I was already getting tired by this point just because nothing above, like below this was really – like, worthwhile, besides, like, the Super Juniors match with Eagles and Doki. Uh, <clears throat> next match, uh, Best Super Juniors uh, group stage. Show defeated Bushi in 10-20. And Show's hair looked, like, completely awful. Like, the color he chose made it look like someone pissed, pissed on his head. Like, bro. He got a Trump's hairstylist, I guess. But if you're going to do blonde, just do normal blonde. Don't do this fucking piss color shit. But... <laughs> It looked like gold, maybe. Yeah. That's what he was trying and to he go maybe for. Maybe he's trying to for gold, but it looked like gold it, it does looked not work. Terrible, yeah. But uh, that's really all I got to say about the match, because honest, because it just did absolutely nothing for me. Unfortunately, um, I don't think it's one of the matches where Bucci's going to excel here. You only get a few top level performances from Bucci each year, and I don't think him facing Cho is really the match he's going to do it for. No. Him and fucking Rome is going to be a fucking nuts. So go I'm really stupid. excited for that. And but uh, Bucci definitely picks and chooses his uh, moments, and this wasn't one of them. I can understand why I wouldn't want to fucking try for someone whose hair looked like that. Fuck that shit. <laughs> but, yeah, the match was uh, was not good. It was not good. I don't know if I was just distracted by a show's bad hair or what, but it just didn't do a whole lot. At least Bushi looked fucking cool. You know, at least you can always depend on Bushi for cool looks, at least. Well, besides, like, the headdress shit, but that's... That's a different topic, different story, different day. Um... Uh, next match, World Tag League, Bullet Club, Evil and Yujiro Takahashi defeated Los Singles Bernabes de Japón, Sonata, and Shingo Takagi in 12-20. Uh, this felt like 25 minutes, not 12. Like, God bless you all that are actually going to watch all of World Tag League, but I cannot watch that many Evil and Yujiro matches. Like, that just sounds like pain, let alone folly and chase tags. And like I was saying earlier, like, Man, the Bull Club tags in this just, tournament just fucking suck other than G.O.D. And even then, they can be pretty bad themselves sometimes, and they didn't really do themselves any favors today on this show. But uh, uh, Shingo tried. <laughs> and uh, Sonata, like, Sonata and Evil bits were pretty decent. And I loved Evil. Like, just he kept throwing fucking Sonata into the ring announcer's desk behind the barricade. Like, he knocked him over, like, twice during the match. And I think he's been doing that a little bit. He's oh, been doing that before. So that's a nice little bit. Yeah, that that he's, he's doing. gonna probably keep doing. So get used to it. But yeah, I was like, it was all right. It was fine. It's, like I said, it's, just, it's not an evil bit. were decent, and Shingo tried. That's really that's my that's my uh, takeaways of the match. It was meh. I don't have a whole lot to say really, but um, it happened, I guess. Uh, next match, uh, best super juniors, Ryusuke Taguchi defeated El Desperado in twelve thirty five. Uh, this was decent. 
I always love seeing Taguchi in Best Super Juniors because like he fools around all year, but brings his A game for the tourney and whenever you have the title challenge. Uh, it was a lot of Despy targeting Taguchi's leg to uh, assume to make locking in the stretch muffler more dangerous, but he never really went for it that I remember. I loved uh, Liger cheering on Taguchi once That's he was so able to cute. finally get on a roll. That was really nice. And uh, Despy doing a split to dodge the bomb. Yeah. I fucking ruled. But uh, this was probably like my second favorite match of the night. But it was still just good. It wasn't anything great. But either way, I still enjoyed it, and I love both guys, so I, I got no complaints, really. I was going to say, fine match overall, but yeah, probably one of the more liked matches of the night. Um, definitely the highlight was uh, Despy hitting that split to dodge the Bamaye, so that's all that really stuck in my head for the most part. Then the uh, semi-main World Tag League. Finn Juice, Juice Robinson, and David Finlay defeated Drills of Destiny, Tamatanga, and Tongaloa in 16:42. And uh, yeah, I can't deal with Tama's new look. I know you were more offended by it than I did, but it was still <laughs> fucking. He just looks so weird because he's he, uh, he's he's had the shaved beard for a while, like basically ever since the uh, strong tapings happened. But now he decided to fucking shave his head too, and it's just like, it. Oh my god, he, he looks younger. That's a good thing about he it, I guess. He looks so young. He looks like he's a fucking child. Scary. But, but I don't like it. Yeah, I miss, I miss them offended. locks, man. But uh, uh match kind of sucked, to be honest. It was worth parts of both teams on full display. And I know it's a COVID crowd, but you could hear crickets the majority of it. Like, they just did not give a shit about this match. And I sure as hell didn't either. Like, it was just the worst of what I expected coming into this match. And they didn't really do much to change my opinion of what I expected. I think both teams are going to have better matches ahead of them, hopefully. I mean, hopefully, but I think they will. It's just... They have had better. I know they can do better. Yeah, so I don't know. Just This match tonight just didn't do anything for me. I won't go on to... I won't go into, like, a full-on tangent about Thomas' look, but I just don't like it. I miss his hair. Like, why would you cut all that hair off? <sighs> oh, well, whatever. Anyways, yeah, the match sucked. That's, um... Uh, Really it? I wish it didn't go 16 minutes because uh, I could feel the crowd just wanting to probably fall asleep. You could tell when the claps were more for politeness and actually enjoying it. And I was like, y'all don't have to do that. I, I, I get it, but whew, it, this was just a rough, a, a rough watch. And uh, this was the longest match of World Tag League on the show. And I'm, I haven't looked at the match times for today. But I'm not. The, the, uh, I know the main event today was 19 minutes, and that was the longest. Okay. So not bad. I'm kind of worried about how long some of these matches are going to end That's up going. That's what I was scared of. But uh, next match in the main event, Penn Super Juniors, Hiromu Takahashi defeated Taiji Shimori in 2006. Uh, easily match of the night. The only great <laughs> match on the show, really. It didn't live up to the match in their last Penn Super Junior meeting at the finals, but that was like one of the best matches of that year. So yeah. what's their if it's hard when they. It's hard they, to live up they to that. Cut fifteen minutes compared to that, so it's like, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't compare to that because I was like, if I do that, I'm setting myself up for failure. Like I do think it was better than a Jingo match. Oh yeah. It depends on your preference because that match was really short. I think it was only it was like, like twelve, thirteen minutes, something yeah, like that. It was about twelve, thirteen. But uh, this main evented and it had more importance and just more time to breathe in general. I think there was a couple transition miscues in the match, but the spots they were hitting throughout were just fucking nuts. Like, Ishimori hitting a damn tombstone pile driver on the apron to Hiromu. Like, that spot was amazing. And, yeah, it's, like, great match. More, like, anytime these two face, it's great. So, not I, pretty much what I expected it to be. And But I think 
at least Hiromu has more great matches in them. We'll see about Ishimori, but I'm really excited for Hiromu's tournament, especially. I just feel like everyone, like, turns it on when um, they get to face Hiromu, which I'm like, I can't blame you. Hiromu will make you look good, so if you can't get at least a good match out of him, then you're probably pretty terrible and should just not do this anymore. <laughs> just kidding. I won't say that, but, you know, sometimes chemistry doesn't match up, but... um. Yeah, this was a great match, by far, match of the night. I mean, I don't think that was in any danger after they announced the um, the card and everything. Um, I personally agree. I do think it was better than their Jingu match, and I still really enjoyed that one, too. Um, obviously not best of Super Junior final levels, but, I mean, kind of hard to top that. that was, that's, that's just too hard to top, really. But um, overall, I think... It was just a great match. Great way to end the show and definitely great way to start for us Hiromu fans. I'm so mad. I just thought of something. I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, cause I was thinking about who Hiromu has left to face and all that. And I was just thinking, like, fuck, we're not going to get uh, Hiromu versus Kanemaru. I was really excited for that just because the whiskey shit with Hiromu would probably be stupid. You always excited for that. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I am sad Kanemaru's not going to be in it, but Omaru is a good replacement. But uh, that's it for uh, New Japan. Let's finish up with our last show of the episode um dragon gates kobe world 2020 from november 15th uh first match was the open the brave gate title match keisuke okuda defeated kaito ishida to retain in 10 and a half minutes and kaito out here with the fucking rina yamashita-esque hair i love the fucking like oh, braids he's got in his hair now it looks so good and he had a really cool ring jacket too i don't i can't remember if he had that before or not I but i don't think he did i don't remember it even from like the previous uh show hmm uh, not sure how I feel about the match that Okuda wore to the ring, though, but he still, like, his ring jacket's really great. But uh, those two went after each other from the jump, but Kaito got the upper hand and started attacking him in the corner. Got him in the trio woe and just started slapping and kicking the shit out of him, which is awesome. RED came was there to help uh, hit Okuda in Okuda's leg with a chair, so that became a target for Kaito throughout the match. And man, his leg took, leg took some punishment throughout. Uh, Kaito made a pile of chairs on the floor to slam Okuda on, but Okuda reversed it and hit a DVD on Kaito on the pile of chairs. Had a strike exchange with Okuda, hitting a knee to the chest with the injured knee, but Kaito kicked out. He went for uh, a second of those, but Kaito dodged and got him into an ankle lock. Okuda escaped and got him in a sleeper hold. Uh, Kaito escaped the sleeper hold, hit a suplex, but Okuda just no-sold it, locked in a sleeper again, and Kaito tapped immediately. Uh, Just great shit. Probably better than their last one. I think they're fairly even, mm-hmm. but both matches were great. And uh, this match is actually free on their YouTube yeah, channel. It's free on their YouTube, so, so go watch that one. Yeah, definitely go check this out. And uh, definitely like my favorite match of the night. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say if you weren't gonna bring up his hair, then I was going to. Um, <laughs> I really like this look on Kaito. I think it just looks absolutely fantastic on him. Um, uh, like their last encounter, they definitely got off to another fast start. Um, but like I said, just really another great, another really great match from these two. Uh, Kaito is definitely solidifying himself as probably one of my other favorites in Dragon Gate right now. And it's like, I really don't need any more people or factions to love, but like, I can't help it, I guess. But yeah, like you said, since it's on YouTube, you should probably go and check that out. It's, it's Probably one of the best matches from this night. Uh, next match is the Battle Royale. Hyo defeated Diamante 
Gamma, Ho-Ho Loon, Jimmy, uh, Konomama Ichikawa, Monday Ryu, Shachi Hoko Boy, and Super Sisa in six minutes. Uh, fun little rumble. Had some pretty creative eliminations, not going to lie. Was mostly comedy and didn't overstay its welcome, so that was nice. Uh, easy skip if you were short on time, but I enjoyed it, and I'm happy for Hyo winning. Uh, curious what he decides to choose to get, because I think they said this was whoever wins that gets some kind of title opportunity or something like that, whatever they want. But, yeah, happy Hyo won, and fun little uh, battle royale. Not much to say about it. I would say not a whole lot to say, but it was definitely a whole lot of fun. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, definitely some uh, creative eliminations there. I don't think I've seen some of those before. But um, I was to say, if you don't really care about it, you can skip it. But it's like, overall, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the next match was uh, uh, Takeda Kame and Madoka Kikuda defeating Team Boku, Ryo Saito, and Boku R. Shimizu in 826. Uh, Shimizu ain't that weird gimmick anymore, so I'm happy. Uh, Boku R. Shimizu ain't that much better, but I'll take what I can get. At least he doesn't have that uh, dumb eyebrow shit anymore. And he looks so much younger compared to R.E.D. Shimizu now, like with the cut hair and uh, kind of a normal gimmick now and not the eyebrows. But uh, I thought everyone looked really good, especially the young boys. Uh, all the guys were going balls to the wall the entire match. Just uh, kind of surprised the young boys ended up picking up the win here, but I'm loving all of the shine Dragon Gate is giving the young class of uh, wrestlers right now, and that's kind of just seen throughout the whole card, but especially here, which when I didn't expect them to win. Um, I was going to say, I actually really liked uh, Takedo's gear. Like, it had, like, the whole, like, octagonal patterns on the front. They were, like, green or – I don't want to say teal because they weren't teal. I think it was just the green. But just offsetting it with the white was really cool. I don't know. I'm going to talk about that shit more. But, <laughs> anyways, the match was pretty good. Uh, just like you said, I really appreciate – how well Dragon Gate has been using their young guys that, you know, after I've watched only a couple things, but you can tell that they use them a lot better than a whole lot of companies. They actually have more of a, um, I guess, diverse moveset compared to a lot of companies. They only get like Boston Crabs, you know, nothing super exciting, but, um, yeah, overall really good match. I enjoyed it. And the young guys looked really good. Next match was, uh, Ultima Dragon, Masaki Mojizuki. Don Fuji and Taru defeating Susumu, Yokosuka, Yasushi Kanda, Kines, and Taro Nohashi in 1309. Uh, Taru took like five years to get to the ring, but uh, it was a pretty fun match. Uh, just old wrestlers having some fun. Not much to say about it. Uh, had some really impressive spots in it. Some really good comedic spots. Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, it was like an old man fight. And they oh, were, I know. They, it's and, hard. But the problem is like all these old men are really good. And Taru, like, he's pretty limited now at his age but yeah. he still like picked a spot and they were really big when he did do them and i don't know he just has a great charisma <laughs> so uh, i'm interested to see if he continues on with dragon gate more making more appearances or if he's just gonna go back to uh, zero one and do more voodoo murder shit but uh i enjoyed him here today he just has no sense of uh, time awareness with how long he takes to do things oh my god I wish we timed how long it actually took him to, like, get to the ring. And then after the match was over, how long it took him to actually go back. That was so fucking funny. But, um, pretty fun watch. I mean, looked like the wrestlers had a lot of fun. Enjoy themselves. Um, just pretty silly. I, I, I liked it for what it was. Because, you know, most of the time when it's, like, older wrestlers, I'm like, oh, uh, okay. But, no, I thought, thought it was fun. They had some really cool spots here and there. 
Uh, next match was uh, Dragon Dia defeating Dia Inferno by uh, disqualification in 502. And uh, we got a live performance of Dragon Dia's uh, entrance, which was sick. Uh, really sucks the match we got was only five minutes, but I get it. They want to they want to continue the feud for longer. Uh, it was really awesome for what we did get. So when these two inevitably have a full fledged match, it should be sick, and uh, definitely setting up a mass versus mass match. The way like the way the match ended with Daya just ripping off uh, Dragon Daya's mask. God, why do they both have to be Daya? I keep wanting to reference them both as Daya, but either way, yeah, like. Really awesome match for the five minutes we did get, and I'm excited for the Mask vs. Mask match, which is inevitable now. Um, I like the live performance of <laughs> Dragon Daya's entrance. Like, for a five-minute match, he gets that live entrance, which is, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's really good, but, um, might have been short, but it was definitely good for what we got. I guess I'm really not surprised by the ending, like, it happened, I guess, but, um, yeah, can't wait for that mask versus mask match. Honestly, it was kind of surprising they had them facing a singles match already. I know. I figured they would have saved that for when they did the mask versus mask match, but uh, it achieved what they wanted to, I guess. Uh, next match was uh Doi, Masato Yoshino, and Toru Owashi defeating uh, Dragon Gate Generation, KZ, Strong Machine J, and Punch Tobinaga in 14 minutes. And uh, good match. Uh, cool to see Owashi in the Dragon Gate ring. Uh, him and Tobinaga... Tobinaga was really funny when they were together and uh jay's mask today that night was really sick but uh, i didn't take a whole lot of notes on it just really good yeah. match yeah, it was kind of the same way um it was just weird for me to see owashi in a uh, dragon gate ring i'm so accustomed to him being in ddt that i forget that he's technically i guess like freelance but so it was kind of weird to see that he had more of his working boots on compared to comedy but uh no i thought this was a pretty fun match uh, next match was a decision for match for the Twin Gate titles after uh, Jason Lee was had a fever and couldn't be in the match. It was uh, R.E.D., B.B. Hulk, and Kai defeating Dragon Gate Generation, Yamato, and K- Kota Minora in 15 minutes. And, man, I just love R.E.D. so fucking much, man. Like, the whole aesthetic is, was, is awesome, and um, Kai has been such a good heel since he joined the group. I loved his, like, basically ta- uh, Haramu-esque uh, jacket, ring jacket he's wearing. And uh, match was pretty good, nothing great. But if you're expecting a great match from this R.E.D. team, you're kind of just shit out of luck. But they are enta- entertaining as hell to me. Like, their heel shit rules, but if you're a work rate person, I can see why you might not like this match as much as I did. But between their heel work and the storyline with Kai and Yamato, I just enjoyed this match a lot, and Kai got, Kai got the win, so I'm hype. I'm pretty much all in on BB and Kai. Um, <laughs> so I was very excited, very happy that they won. And I'd also like to say Kai is Hiromu's dad. I don't care. Like, that suit Kai had was just so Hiromu-esque. Like, if you didn't even see him at the press conference, he still had something that was kind of, like, definitely reminded me of Hiromu. And his gear reminded me of it, too. So, you know, that's always uh, that's always a plus for me. But, um, like you said, I thought the match was pretty good. Nothing, nothing great, but I... Didn't really expect that, but that's okay. I still had fun with it, and that's that's what matters. Then the uh, semi-main for the Open the Triangle Gate titles, it was a three-way elimination match. R.E.D., Takashi Yoshida, and Kazuma Sakamoto, and S.B. Kento defeated Dragon Gate Generation, Ben K., Yuthi Santa Maria, and U.T. 
and also defeated Masato Yoshino, Dragon Kid, and Kagatora. It was originally supposed to be uh, Shuji Kondo, but uh, Yoshino took the place as the mystery partner for the Torimon guys. Uh, three-way nature of this was really cool. It started off with UT trying to get Yoshino to work with him, but kept not, just not working out. Uh, they switched out to Kid, Yoshida, and Ben. Man, Ben looked like a piece of leather without how he was, <laughs> and uh, at least his hair wasn't slicked back. But uh, to no one's surprise, R.E.D. extras got involved, but it was fine. Uh, best R.E.D. involvement was when they were all going in for the corner spot, f- only for the uh, Torimon and Boku team to do the same thing to them. <laughs> Uh, I thought they kept Ben strong, even though his team lost, which would be would make come would make sense considering what happened after the main event. But uh, man, Kento fucking beat Yoshino. That's really surprising. It's happened to Mount no less. Uh, he got both eliminations too, and they're just strapping this the rocket to this kid. And overall, just a really good shit, really solid uh, semi main. Okay, so it's my um it's my episode to be distracted by Ben the entire match. He was just way too damn dark for me. Like, how the hell do you fucking get that dark? Did you sleep in the damn tanning bed? Look like a freaking leather handbag. I was like, dude. Plus, he got the blonde hair, so that makes it. And that's what, yeah. I think that's what it was. Was that his blonde hair kept throwing me off? I was like, this does not look right. Like, he's darker than. (laughs) Never mind. I won't go into that part. But um, (laughs) the match itself was really good. Um, I'm definitely loving. This big push for SB Kento because I think he's just great. Uh, the blonde hair is a start, I guess, to his uh, new heel, his new heel life. So that's definitely something. But um, yeah, just overall, really enjoyed it. Really good match. And then the main event was for the Open Dream Gate title. Shun Skywalker defeated Ada in 2022. Uh, didn't really do much for me to be honest. Like maybe it's just because I knew I knew the result going in, but. Shun being an underdog against R.I.D. Antics didn't really do much for me. And plus, I mean, the build just was just kind of shit, so that didn't help. Like, he just kind of showed up and got the title shot. But I like both guys, but this match just kind of did nothing for me. And the finish was kind of anticlimactic to me. But I'm much more excited for what's next for Shun. Him and Ben should fucking rule, but yeah, I didn't, this match didn't do much for me. I was going to say, I... Yeah, the match was, it was fine. It was still good, but I don't think it was, it didn't ever reach anywhere close to, like, really good or great levels, which kind of sucks, but that's all right. Um, I guess Shun winning wasn't really a surprise. Kind of figured that was going to happen since, you know, he just returned. It was like, oh, yeah, here we go. But um, Shun and Ben should be good, I hope. Uh, Yeah, not a whole lot to say, at least about the main event. I'm just curious who wins that match when they do it because I don't think Shun's going to be getting a no. zero defense reign because that's a kind of a big deal when they do do it in Dragon Gate. Yeah. But it's just like, why would you, I don't, Ben losing is weird to me too, but I guess they're just doing it because uh, Shun's last match in the company was him losing to Ben before he went off to Mexico. So it makes sense to get him that win back now that it's kind of established him as the champion. But uh, yeah, so overall, a uh, very good show. Enjoyed just about everything on the show. It's just... There was nothing great except for the opener. And so it didn't really feel much like a Kobe World. Like last year's Kobe World mm-hmm. had like several great matches, and then this one had one. So that's kind of weird to me. But I don't know. Overall, I enjoyed the show a lot. Definitely worth checking out, especially the opener, as we said, which you can watch free on YouTube. Uh, for matches of the week, uh, 
Yeah, so yeah, not much. Definitely, really. definitely the uh, Hiromu Ishimori. Uh, Obviously, Okuda. Kaito, and, yeah, and, I was and, uh, yeah, Kaito and Okuda for a third Ooh, one. That's my that's, that's when my it problem. Gets tough because. I could go easy and just say Fabe and Kodaka, which I watched, but that's from like July, so I'll, I'll pick something from what we actually watched. Uh, um, I will probably go Robbie and Doki. I think that'll be my third. I was going to say, it's probably one of the best of Super Juniors matches, but I'm like... It's probably either Robbie or Doki uh, or Taguchi and Despi. I think I kind of enjoyed uh, Doki and yeah. Robbie a little more. A little more I think uh, that's why I'd go with fast-paced, that. action-packed. Yeah, exactly. Doki doing crazy shit. And, that's why I liked him. And... Robbie just seemed really excited to be back in Japan, so I don't know. I'll pick that as my third. But I think that's it for this week. Uh, next week we will be discussing uh, No the Chronicle Volume Four from Yokohama Budokan. As we said, that has Goshiyazaki versus uh, Katsuki Nakajima for the GHC title, uh, Keno versus Kaito Kiyomiya for the national title, uh, M's Alliance versus Sugiura Gun for the tag titles. There's no junior matches on, on there, is there? What? On uh, the Yokohama show for Noah. I think there's the twenty the twenty second twenty second right? yeah um Suzuki has a mystery opponent or a mystery, or mystery partner, partner versus uh Stinger Full, Stinger yeah um there's like a big thing with like I think Full Throttle's on it it's like some eight man oh shit. yeah I was even looking <laughs> at the card and I forgot hold on Tadasuke's not challenging um uh, no Karate yet not right? to the okay this time. I don't think so um, well she looks that up I'll go through with the rest of this um. We're night one of the Dio Grand Prix, and we'll be discussing our overall thoughts for uh, Best Super Juniors and Real World Tag League up to that point, and more, I'm sure. Okay, so, the, oh. obviously we have the main, which is obviously Go and Nakajima. Um, what I was talking about with Full Throttle, it's, it is an eight-man. It's going to be Yone, Hajime, um, Yohei, Seiki versus uh, Inamura. Junta, basically the young boys. There you go. <laughs> All four of the young boys. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so yeah, Suzuki and a mystery opponent versus How and Tadasuke. So I don't know who people have been guessing on uh, Suzuki's partner. I'm not really sure myself. I know I did talk to someone. They said uh, Kumono. Oh. Maybe. Uh- I don't know if he's coming back yet. I know he's been out yeah. with injury. I was going to say, I know it's been like a hiatus, but like, I don't know, that's what someone was yeah, guessing. Yeah, we'll see, I guess, yeah. Um, and then we had, oh, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> um, <sighs> Fujita with a Kendo Cashin and uh, Nasawa versus uh, some members of Congo. So I, I don't even have to really go into it. But yeah, we don't have to go through the full card. Yeah. We got the main matches. Obviously. Yes, Oh. Wait, is that on that? Oh, they're already doing a tag title Wait, match, junior title match. Uh, shit. Yeah, they're doing a Momono Seishun tag versus Stinger. Then what the fuck is it? Oh, but yeah, anyway, Whoa. those are the matches we're going to watch and discuss next week. So check them out and come back and see our, listen to our thoughts. Uh, if you want to follow the pod, you can do so at One Wrestling Pod. If you want to follow Caitlin, you can do so at Taking Time Boss. If you want to follow me, you can do so at ASPIR underscore. Uh, Give us a rating and review. Tell your friends if you enjoy the show. All that fun stuff. Help us out a little bit. But uh, that's it for us this week. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, everybody.